Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. This is Deb McBride, and I welcome you this fine Sunday, the 19th of September, in the year 2021. And I am broadcasting from lovely Escazú, Costa Rica, where it is dusk at the moment. And uh, so it's not quite a sunset. Um, not much color in the sky. So anyway, um, it is going to be another fun-filled week. <laughs> yeah, lots going on this week, lots going on. But, you know, we're going to talk about this because I had a good question from someone the other day and I addressed it on Instagram and I need to address it this week on the podcast. Um, so uh, let's start with the fact that the moon is in Pisces and it's about to be full, okay? So tomorrow there is a full moon and it'll be late in the afternoon and it's uh, in my region, in my region, it's like late afternoon, early evening, like right before 6 p.m. And, you know, it's Pisces, right? So Pisces is not the most active, ambitious, dynamic, confidence-oriented sign. Not that Pisces can't be confident, but this is, I feel really like this is a sleepy time. Like it's been kind of exhausting. And Today, the moon's in Pisces all day. It's approaching Neptune. It will reach Neptune in the middle of the night in my region of the world. And it's just one of those things where you feel like, I think it's a day of rest, you know? Uh, it's just a day of rest. And and I've done some things today, but, you know, not like I wanted to do. And, you know... I think it's good. I, you know, Sunday's supposed to be a day of rest, but we often don't rest. And, you know, one of the things that we have to uh, balance at this full moon is the rest, which is the Pisces, and the practicality and the working, the working, which is Virgo, where the sun is. And so there is this balance. And, and the full moon is going to occur, you know, about, Mm, 12 hours after the moon crosses Neptune. So like maybe a few minutes more, but it will cross Neptune in the middle of the night for me. And then the moon will oppose the sun. You know, like I said, around 6 p.m. my time. And so that's, that's like, I already feel that moon in Pisces to Neptune. And I think, you know, of course it does this every month. So why should this be any different? Because it's going to be full, because it's opposing the sun, because already we're feeling the opposition of moon and sun. And this is, this is, it's like a heavy energy, but not a bad heavy energy. It's just like, okay, I think I'll roll over and go back to sleep now. And I think I stayed in bed an extra hour this morning. <laughs> I woke up and then I was just like, you know, I don't have to go anywhere today. Yesterday I had to be someplace. Friday I had a repair person coming. You know, uh-uh. Today I just stayed there. Before I knew it, it was an hour. And it was hard to get my eyes open and all. Now, I have other things going on. I just, I just did that, all that Reiki on Thursday and I've been practicing all the new methods and, and they, they are deeply cleansing. And I have to say, um, you know, when I came out of the initiation, I was like, my eyelids were very heavy and the energy was very heavy. I couldn't really open my eyes right away. I just had to sit there for a little bit. And 
just sort of adjust. And I think for me, for me, that's what I'm feeling, that I'm making this adjustment, um, in this dimensional adjustment. But uh, Neptune, Neptune rules dimensions. You know, it's what's there, what we think is there, what we feel is there versus what we're seeing, which may not be there, um, or we're not seeing, you know. And, and Mercury is a, a more of a practical planet, and Virgo is certainly a practical sign. So when we get a full moon like this, every year we have a full moon, but this is at the end, the end of, like Pisces is, like this is the end of the zodiac. It's 2813, you know, but that's where the moon is going to be. So it only gives a little bit more before it's the end of Pisces, and then we go into Aries. And we go into Aries tomorrow night after the full moon. So it's really, um, you know, around 9 p.m. my time, a little after 9 p.m. my time, which means it's a little after 11 p.m. Eastern time. And so, it, you know, we're not going to get to enjoy that Aries moon so much. But you would think, you know, the moon, when it's full, it gets us all revved up. But maybe we'll get revved up afterwards. It's just right now, it's just nap time. <laughs> And that's okay. You know, we have to rest. We have to stop. And so there is a pull and a push of practicality and work and reliability versus sleeping, resting, connecting with the divine, connecting with other dimensions, going to sleep and going off into the subconscious and into dreamland and other places, other worlds, as opposed to being very concrete here in this world. So you know, we have to make some sort of balance for that in these next hours and today and tomorrow. And, you know, it's not simple. Like, yes, like I said, there's always this, there's always this. I mean, back when the sun is in Pisces and the moon is in Virgo, there's, there's a full moon and, and that's during Pisces season. And that's actually something that you would think would be similar, but I think it's, you know, since the moon is becoming full, it's that, that lunar goddess energy that is just lulling us into this place of different, different worlds. It's like the moon card in the tarot. Is it here? Is it there? Is it not? Is it real? Is it, is it possible? And am I supposed to just sit back and trust my intuition? Well, yeah, sit back and trust your intuition. And it's, it's really hard right now to grasp things. Like things are not within our grasp. They just feel like they're slipping out of our hands, probably because we're falling asleep as we're walking across the room with something in our hand. <laughs> oh, where did that pen go? Oh, I dropped it because I was falling asleep on my feet. <laughs> um, so that's part of it, you know. The moon is going to cross Neptune and sextile Pluto a few hours later. And in the meantime, and this is tomorrow, um, in the meantime, Mercury is going to trine Jupiter in the afternoon, my time. And it's like, hey, that's a good energy. That's like alert and awake and fun and big ideas and like nice, ex pleasant exchanges and, and compliments and congratulations and good wishes. Um, because Mercury is, you know, as we know, in Libra, where it's staying for a while, and um, it's going to try Jupiter, which is, you know, at 23 right now, and, and once it gets to 22, it's really going to station. We're going we're gonna to talk about that. But 
Um, so it's the full moon. The full moon is full. It it feels it's a watery moon, and I feel this bloat, this sort of this <laughs> this collective bloat. <laughs> just like we're all bloated and all we want to do is it's like after Thanksgiving dinner, you know, and you're like, uh, okay, let me just go lay down now and crash in the living room in a couch or a chair and something. Well, you know, while everyone like sits around and like gets over the tryptophan that's in the turkey, <laughs> but it's a, it's a watery moon and it's a, it's a, it's a heavier, not like a negative heavy energy. It's just a it's just a sleepy energy. So if your body needs more sleep, and Virgo and Pisces are the signs of health and healing, both of them, because they land in healing houses. Like Pisces is more institutions, like going to the hospital, going to the ashram, resting at the ashram or the spa or something. Whereas Virgo is, you know, you know your everyday health. You know, you're you're taking your vitamins. You're eating well. You're having a salad. You're making a green drink. You know, that's that kind of thing. Um, so this is, you know, this is asking us to take care of our health, look at our health, you know, make your, make some changes in your health, um, shift your healthy, um, healthy routines into healthier routines, you know, so buy some new exercise clothes, you know, do a new exercise routine, that kind of thing. So, um, Yes, and then the moon enters Aries. It's void for only a couple of hours. It's void immediately after that moon, that full moon. It's void. And, you know, um, it is void. It enters Aries several hours later. So it's it's okay. Um, it just means that we maybe need to pay attention to our bodies a little more and rest a little more and focus a little more on the line between giving over ourselves and keeping ourselves, you know, in check for our own self. Okay. So that's, that's part of this. Now, moving right along, that's, that's just tomorrow. You know, today we're the moons in Pisces and we're already feeling it becoming full and we're already feeling it headed towards that Neptune. And, you know, it sextiled uh, Uranus earlier and it trined Venus earlier today. So that's, that's different, but you know, that's, it's just moving through, it's moving through the Zodiac and it's now it's going to get that, um, that Neptune, you know, lack of jazz. <laughs> so take, take a hot bath and do some cleansing. This is a great time to cleanse, you know, cleanse your house, cleanse your space, use your sage, um, do the things that help you feel like psychically better. And, you know, because there is maybe a psychic collective, energy that's causing the bloat. <laughs> so there's, it's psychic bloat. That's what I'm, that's what I'm going to call it. Psychic bloat. <laughs> okay. I've just coined a new, I coined a new term, psychic bloat. Okay. So, um, then we have Tuesday and the moon marches through Aries and it opposes Mars and, um, it makes that relationship, you know, because Mars is, um, in its opposite side of Libra. And then, it, you know, the moon is also going to cross Chiron on Tuesday. And, and then we move into Wednesday. And that's when there's more rock and roll. So let's talk about Wednesday. The sun goes into Libra. So we have a planet changing signs this week. 
Ta-da! It is the September equinox. And if you're in the north, it's the autumn equinox. And if you're in the southern hemisphere, it is the spring equinox. So you're getting, things are going to start getting warm there in, you know, Australia and New Zealand and South Africa and stuff. So um, it's, you know, it's the time when the sun moves into the cardinal signs again. It moves into... Libra, and it crosses that cardinal axis, and that happens um, in my region, one twenty in the afternoon. Um, and in the meantime, you know, that's, so here we go. So we're ending the Virgo season. The earth sign season will be finished, and we will be moving into air. And we'll have more, that's it, more planets in air. Now enjoy, enjoy this, because we've had a lot in earth. And the moon will go into Aries that, you know, as I said, tomorrow night and to Tuesday and to Wednesday, it will be in Aries and, um, you know, eventually go into Taurus, but not until, you know, the wee hours of Thursday or early morning Thursday, depending on where you live. So it's going to void on, uh, like 8 p.m., after it opposes Mercury, which is also in Libra, on Wednesday. So it's got a couple days of the moon in Aries. Now, this is good because we don't have any fire in the sky, except for Chiron, but we don't really have any fire in the sky. So we're, we're asking for fire. We're asking for motivation. And, you know, maybe this is part of the psychic bloat. We don't have enough fire. We've got all this water. Um, so... As we move through the week, we are going to shift signs. We're moving out of Virgo into Libra. So things are going to be a little more uh, posh, <laughs> a little more effete, a little more aesthetic, um, a little more brainy. You know, we will then have three planets in Libra. Now, remember, this has sort of been a pattern all year. And even though Mercury and Venus have, you know, Venus certainly has moved on. Mercury and Venus and Mars were all staying kind of close together. And they have been. And Venus is in Scorpio, and she's just going to keep moving. But, you know, remember all year, cluster in Capricorn, cluster in Aquarius, cluster in Pisces. Well, now here we are in Libra. And there's going to be three planets in Libra, and it'll be the Sun and Mars and Mercury. And so that's something profound because we're just we're just moving through the zodiac here and everything is going to kind of keep going in the direction of you know clusters of planets in in signs and you know I've talked about early next year where Venus and Mars are going to travel together for a while and they're going to be in the signs of like you know Capricorn and Aquarius and stuff and that's a lot of planets will be gathered together in that area at that time of year so yeah, so the sun is going to go into Libra on uh, Wednesday, the 22nd, and we cross that cardinal axis, and we have that experience, um, and it really does, you know, give us, give us another jolt of air, you know, there's more air in the sky, so um, what's going to happen? So we move into... We move into Libra this week. Now, on Wednesday, a, a bunch of things are going to happen. Moon is going to square Pluto, but it does that every month or 
a couple times a month, but Mercury's going to square Pluto. Now, remember what I told you a few weeks ago. Mercury's going to square Pluto Wednesday, and it's going to be breakfast time, you know, or getting up time, depending on where you are. And it really is going to be this interesting moment because Mercury is going to square Pluto and slow down to retrograde next Sunday. So when we meet next Sunday, Mercury is going to be stopping in the sky going retrograde. It's going to be later that night. And actually, if you live in the East Coast, it's going to be the wee hours Monday morning. But Mercury will be stopping. Now, as I said before, when Mercury squares the Pluto, it's going to square Pluto for like, a week and a half <laughs> because it's going to start like the, it's, you know, effectively already squaring Pluto. Mercury's at 22, Pluto's at 24, and they are really starting to dance together. So if you out there have a Mercury-Pluto in your chart, then you are going to experience what we call a recurrence. You know, if you have a Mercury-square-Pluto in your chart, you are going to be feeling this quite profoundly. Now, what what is that? What is Mercury-square-Pluto? Well, Mercury and Pluto are interesting dynamic because Pluto is about intensity and passion and getting to the root of matters and going deep, 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 deep and cutting to the core of something. And Mercury is cutting to the core of our thoughts, going deep into the levels of our subconscious and connecting with answers, with things that are... Um, completely unknown until we go and pull back the curtain and dig into the underworld and say, oh, that's the answer, okay? That's the answer. So Mercury's going to square Pluto. It's going to square Pluto again, you know, um, but not immediately. It's going to square it again on Friday, October 1st. Now, I find that interesting. It's a little over a week, but it doesn't matter because it's, to my estimation, that is a week-long square. That is a square that is going on for a while, okay? Like, yeah, you could say it's not exact. No, it's not exact. But the exactitude of it, to me, doesn't entirely matter because it's still hovering. Mercury will be stopped. Sunday it will retrograde. It will go back, and it will square Pluto again on the 1st of October, which is Friday of, you know, almost two weeks from now. And that is profound. That means profound thoughts, profound conversations, intense, intense connections, intense thoughts, psychic thoughts. So maybe the psychic bloat will dissipate as we get to this Mercury Pluto because we're going to get some answers. We're going to get some shifting. We're going, and this is a great time to do any sort of inner work, inner mental work, like to shift out all the old thought patterns. Pluto is about transformation. Shift those old thought patterns. This is where you want to change, you know, any of those, like, like the, the, negative self-talk that we often have, and we all have some of it, but there is a, a complete opportunity here to shift this energy. Now, Mercury will do this three times, but she's, he's really got his, you know, little butt going backwards for a while, and so he's not going to get past Pluto for the third time for a while yet. So we're not going to worry about him and Pluto just yet. 
we're going to be just focused because he won't get back there till November. So we're just going to be thinking about where can you shift your thinking? That's a really important, important thing that's coming up. Starting now and going on for a good week and a half to two weeks because really this is where we, we're going to get you know, some answers. We're going to get some deep connection with ourself, okay? And this is a great time to do inner work when Mercury goes retrograde. It is a good time to step back, review, revise, as we know, as we know every Mercury retrograde. We review, we revise, we reconnect, we, we rethink. Now, Mercury in Virgo, Mercury in, now in Mercury in Libra, Mercury's in Libra. It's a little analytical, um, Mercury and Virgo did not really made a nice trine to Pluto. Okay, so there was that nice trine. So maybe at the time that Mercury was trining Pluto, um, it was giving you some sort of you know ideas about what you want to shift. Like things were a little smoother then, you know, um, and that was that was an opening because trines are an opening. So now we're here at the square. And we're looking at what's really, really, um, you know, giving us a an inside view. And that's what we want. We want that inside view. Okay? So this is really important that Mercury square Pluto is going to go on for a while. I want everybody to sit down and journal and and meditate and and not just think, you know, not just think. Because, you know, with Libra, Libra Mercury, you you got the opportunity to talk and talk, 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 talk. And, you know, talking is fine. Talking is fine. Talking things out is fine. Communicating is fine. But when you start this, this square business, this is where you have to like go beyond talking and do something, you know, uh, where that takes you into the recesses of your subconscious. So that's, what's important here. So remember that. And we're going to talk about that for a while. Now, Mercury is going retrograde. Yes next week on Sunday. So when, when we visit each other again next Sunday, Mercury will be going retrograde. But this is the beginning because, you know, as and it's hard to believe tomorrow's the 20th of September. When we go into October, we start the direct stations of all these planets. Now, there's four planets, and I've told you this before, and we're now, we're approaching the moment where on the 6th of October, Pluto will go direct. And on the 10th of October, Saturn will go direct. And then the 17th of October, Jupiter will go direct. So that's like a week and a half later. And then Mercury will go direct the next day. Now, depending on where you live, Jupiter and Mercury may go both direct on the 18th. Like if you live on the East Coast, it'll be 12.30 a.m. on the 18th that Jupiter goes direct. Um, depending on where you live, you may have both of those going direct both on the 18th. But it doesn't matter. That weekend, that mid-October weekend, two planets going direct. Okay? So four planets moving forward. Now this goes back to the question I received. I received a question this week. Should, we, should I accelerate changes? And the answer right now is no. Do not accelerate anything. It's already accelerated. It The changes are accelerating. We are having this experience where we are moving forward with gusto. You know, this is the winds of change are here. If Pluto is going direct on the 6th of October, 
that is a Wednesday, and that is two weeks, three weeks away. One week, two, that's two weeks, two weeks, two and a half weeks from now. Two and a half weeks from now, Pluto's going direct. Okay, that means Pluto's already starting to stop in the sky. That means when Mercury and Pluto are talking, they're both slow, okay? And they're giving us, that doesn't mean they're, they're just dim-witted. <laughs> it means that they are moving slowly and intensely, and they are moving slowly and intensely together. And by the time they make that second square on October 1st, they're both going to be intensely involved and deep and moving slowly, okay? Ah, so things are moving. It may not look like it on the surface of your life. It may not look like it. You may be like tapping your fingers on the desk going, I don't know, this has been quite a year and I'm still in the same place. Just hold on because lots of stuff is about to move forward. With four planets moving direct within a week and a half, next month, we're already experiencing the stations. Well, Jupiter's not at its stationary point yet. It's a degree away. It has to move backwards one more degree. It, But it's it's going to really going to affect us. We are going to feel this. So, you know, let the changes happen on their own. They are happening. You know when you do inner work and you do inner work and you think nothing's happening, nothing's going forward, nothing, nothing, and then all of a sudden it all just blows up. It all comes out and hangs hangs all over the room. It's like confetti just blew up and just flew all over the room. It's like, wow. And if we, everybody will breathe a sigh of relief because all this energy that's been building up and building up. And when planets stop, I mean, that's four planets stopping in the sky. It's not like, oh, one planet stops, moves forward. Okay, mm -mm. this is four. And it's Pluto, Saturn, and Jupiter, first of all. Yeah, Mercury too, but Mercury does this three times a year. Pluto, Saturn, and Jupiter, if you recall, last year, like we're together for most of the year. And, you know, maybe Saturn stepped out a little bit because it went into, you know, Aquarius for a little bit and then and then came back. Um, but no, um, Jupiter, Pluto, Saturn, all really close together. This is an enormous amount of energy pushing forward. And we need to be very aware of that. That could be contributing to the psychic bloat that we're just we're just like a pin about to pop a balloon, you know, and that's, that's what it's going to start to feel like over these next weeks. So please be aware of this and do not push, 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 allow and let the universe show you what it, what it's designed for you. <laughs> Libra design. Um, and it's the truth because, you know, I really feel like we just have to allow the flow to happen and I see things flowing and fine. Okay. They're flowing. You have to be, they're very subtle, but they're flowing. You could just write them off as nah, that's, you know, whatever that just happened. No, things are flowing. Things are moving forward. Allow them to do this. You are being prepared. Okay. So that's part of it. Now on Thursday, Venus will oppose Uranus. Ah, this is, there's so much going on this week. Venus is opposing Uranus. So that's exciting because Venus is in Scorpio and Uranus is in her sign of Taurus. So they're going to have a conversation, maybe an excitable conversation, maybe a passionate conversation, maybe a very fast moving conversation. Um, so that's another thing that's happening. There's this, 
Venus opposite Uranus. That's that's like, and there's a little bit of rebellion in that. Nah, I'm not doing this. You know, you know. So just hang on. Don't get impatient. Venus Uranus can get impatient. You could be really impatient. Don't get impatient. Just you gotta hang in there. We all have to hang in there right now. And um, you know, we're gonna watch some big shifts come. We are. Mars is going to trine Saturn on Saturday. Next Saturday, Mars will, you know, reach the point, reach the degree of, you know, where it is in Libra already trining Saturn. Saturn's pretty early in Libra. And, you know, it's, so this is like air signs talking to each other. So that's actually good. Mars and Saturn, you know, they need to talk sweetly to each other. So this is a good opportunity for Mars to reach out in Libra somehow passively, passive aggressively. <laughs> um, yeah, Mars in Libra can be passive aggressive. So um, Mars tr reaching out to Saturn, maybe forming a bond, maybe forming a friendship, maybe forming a connection. This is a lot of energy moving at the same time. Don't think nothing's happening. Don't put your foot on the accelerator. Do not. Because once we get to this Mercury-Pluto like lots of stuff can happen. If you're a meditator like I am, you are going to get ideas and deep things and feel deep shifts. I'm feeling them already, okay? If you get tired, yes, there are deep shifts happening. And this is why we need to rest because if we don't rest, we aren't going to be ready when the deep shifts happen and we're just we're going to, you know, be knocked off kilter. So, you know, if you feel tired, if you feel that psychic bloat, yes, just Take a nap. Go for a swim. Sit in your bathtub. Watch a movie. Do something Piscean. You know, movies are Piscean. Um, write in your journal. Meditate. Do some things that's going to give your soul the, the, um, the, the rest it needs. Your soul needs some rest because of all the shifts that are happening. Okay? So, Venus opposite Uranus can be excitable so that could be an excitable midweek thing on Thursday and and then we're moving towards this Mars trine Saturn which is can be very peaceful and then Mercury retrograde the next Sunday so I think we have a week chock full of things the sun changes signs it's going into that last area of the year you know where we go into Libra and then Scorpio Sag and like at the very end of the year we go to Capricorn but it's it's moving into Libra time. We're getting ready for, you know, up north, you're getting ready for autumn and, and the leaves falling and the colors changing and the seasons shifting and beauty, 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 because it's Libra, you know. And, you know, Venus may wake us up a little bit with Uranus and she may ask us to take a risk and we may be told to take a risk and somebody may take a risk in relationships and friendships um with money you know maybe it's maybe it's a little bit of a risky time okay maybe you need to step forward and do that um but think about it okay remember we're not putting our foot on the accelerator don't like oh i'm gonna like throw all my money in this investment no don't don't do that well, you know things are confusing mercury is getting ready to retrograde it's stationing and so this is a week full of moments, okay? And we've got to move through them with grace and we have to move through them with, with consciousness, 
You know that the Virgo Pisces brings us consciousness and balance because we're going into Libra. And we all have three planets in Libra. So everything should be balanced. Balanced, okay? Nice balance. And we want these things to serve us, okay? We're not going to sit here and hide under the pillow and say, ah, I'm too tired, I can't deal with Mercury square Pluto. Where we want these things to enlighten us and help us move forward and show us the way, okay? And give us answers, give us information, give us give us enlightenment, you know? We're, we, we've got to use all this energy to enlighten ourselves. And that half hour went really quickly. So this Pisces full moon is sort of the counterpart to that Virgo full moon or new moon, sorry, the Virgo new moon, which I thought was really intense and like too strong and like really kicked everybody's butt. And so we don't want butt kicking this week. We don't want planetary butt kicking. We want, we want, it's saying rest. It's telling us, you know, not to push too hard. It's telling us to just do the task at hand and get through the day and give ourselves enough psychic space to move forward and to rest and to know that things are moving the way they should be. Okay. Okay. So this has been the Golden Astrologer podcast. And if you'd like to stay in touch with me, it's info at thegoldenastrologer.com. And you can stay in touch with me on Instagram, the Golden Astrologer, where I'm posting videos and pictures and things. And you can stay in touch through Twitter at Deb Astrology. Um, the Facebook is The Golden Astrologer as well. And if you'd like a session with me, you just click on book online at thegoldenastrologer.com. And, you know, I wish you a beautiful, beautiful week. I wish you a happy week. I wish you a restful week. And I give you much, much gratitude and thanks for listening. And good for you. You're listening to some astrology and you're learning something. Hey, give yourself some credit for that. So thank you all. Much love and gratitude. Have a beautiful week.